You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6, wheels car of the year. He's held, Gramble goes to dummy hard. Oh. Here's big Cohen Hess, he can't get the ball down. Oh, yes. he does it in. <laughs> Checho has allowed he it. He does get it down. It took 30 seconds, but it's a try. Oh, boy, there's a late shot here. It is Cohen Hess. Has nailed Mitchell Moses. It's a brutal shot. Yeah, we've got him on the line now. Uh, Cowboys, uh, Queensland star Cohen Hess. We couldn't get one of last night's players, so we've got a bloke who's played before and he's going to play again at some stage. Uh, good on you for joining us, Cohen. Thanks for uh, for your time on Sports Day, mate. No, thank you. Thanks for having me. Uh, you watched uh, the Queensland team run around and uh, I guess probably a pretty special feeling to see some of your uh, Cowboys teammates, a couple on debut who were outstanding. How did your night go? Yeah, I'm still on cloud nine, to be honest. Um, yeah, it was a miraculous performance from the boys, and our Cowboys boys didn't do too bad themselves. So, um, yeah, they're back in the club today, actually, and they're all, yeah, um, smiles are, um, yeah, huge on the face. So, um, yeah, it's just great great time for the club. Did you did you know, did you expect that there was sort of performance that uh, Reuben Cotter and, and Jeremiah and I were, had in them, that they were they were up to speed with uh, with – Origin, or did you have, you know, like a lot of people, a few doubts until they get out there? Um, yeah, I was, I was always confident um, that they'd be able to go out there and do their job 100%, like the, the format they've been playing at Clubland um, is the reason they got picked. So um, I was always confident that they'd go out and do their job, but I, honestly, I think they've um, exceeded everyone's expectations. Mm. Um, um, all, all three of the boys, actually, and Val include, like, Val's been there for, for a while now, and that I reckon that personally was his best um, game in a, in a maroon jersey. So, um, yeah, all three boys, yeah, outdone themselves, and, um, yeah, couldn't be happier for them. Now, Cohen, yeah, a little bit of unprecedented times in recent years for the Cows because so many involved in Origin last night, and then you're in the situation where a lot of the players possibly backing up 48 hours later. Now, you've been in this situation uh, 2017 and having to back up again what would be your advice to some of those players that are backing up and have played their first origin? Um, yeah, obviously it's, it's very tough because you're coming off such a high, um, obviously representing your stage, probably the pinnacle of our game. So, um, yeah, coming back to club can, can be difficult to, I guess it's, it's very taxing playing our game and, and coming back into it and having to go again can be tough. But, um, 
Yeah, it, it's hard to say. I think everyone just deals with it differently. So mm. I'm, I'm sure the boys will go through their processes and, and um, recoveries on the forefront of their mind at the moment. So they're, they're getting stuck into that as we speak. So, um, yeah, it, it's different for everyone. So, yeah, I don't know what to say to them, to be honest. Now, the Cowboys have been outstanding, uh, exceeded a lot of people's expectations uh, this part of the year. Now, you're playing the Dragons tomorrow night. Has Toddy Payton, has he prepared you as if – all the players are not going to back up at all? Yeah, yeah, that was um, our focus throughout the week. Um, obviously, I don't even think... Um, I think they're having a meeting now on, on deciding if the boys are backing up or not. So, um, yeah, we, we've trained um, as if they aren't. Um, and, and if we get one, two or all three, that's just a bonus. So, um, yeah, well, we, we performed really well last week. Obviously, it probably wasn't our best performance, but scoreboard-wise, it, it showed that we've, we've come a long way as a club. So, um, yeah, we're just having full confidence in whatever 17 takes part tomorrow night that, um, yeah, they, we just go out there and, and get the job done here at home. Uh, can, can you put your finger on exactly what's happened at the Cowboys and why you turned it around so well? It was, you know, it was a mongrel of the year last year, finishing right down near the bottom and now sitting up near the top of the table and uh, surprising everyone. Do you, do you know what's going on or exactly how that's happened? Yeah, uh, um, yeah, I think it's pretty been pretty well documented that our that our preseason was probably the one of the toughest that I've been at the club for eight or nine years now, and I think that's probably up there with the toughest preseason I've done. So um, we can probably put it down to that. But then, but then again, like um, I guess the camaraderie within the group and and everyone's coming to train in each stage is fully energized, and and everyone's enjoying um, each other's company and doing work out on the field and. And when you're having fun, um, it makes the game so much easier because um, when we talk about when you get into those dark places on the football field where you might not want to keep going, um, you, did, you just don't want to let your mate down beside you. So, um, yeah, that, I think that's sort of the, the main um, thing that we've taken out from this year that, mm. and is a reason as to why we're going so well. Yeah. Now, mate, are you, are you now officially a front rower or are you still, still going to swap and check? Dead set sats, and I've said this before, remind me so much of uh, one of Queensland's uh, best, most athletic big men in Dane Carlaw, in played in the back row, but once he went into the front row, it's a different, he just loved it, just relished it. And is that, is that how it is for you, Cohen? You want to be there and you, you love being up front? Yeah, yeah, for sure, mate. Um, I sort of always had it in the back of my mind um, that I'd eventually transition there. And, um, it'd probably come a bit sooner than um, that than I expected, but um, yeah, I haven't taken a um, yeah, I haven't taken a backward step since I've been there and haven't looked around. So no. um, yeah, and it was probably good this year as well. I got to spend the whole preseason there, so I just sort of understood the role a lot a lot more and a lot clearer. So um, yeah, it's just a lot more simplified the role in the middle. So. Um, yeah, you don't have to think too much. It's pretty much yeah, straight <laughs> up and down the field. Just rip in. <laughs> now, you've, you've been in the situation before, like yeah. your Griffin Neems and Helam Lukey and, and Jeremiah and I, where you're young and you get introduced into first grade really a lot earlier than what a lot of people anticipate. Has it, I wouldn't say surprised you, but with such little games under their belt, how much they've just taken to the NRL and the week-to-week grind of it so easily? Yeah, uh, yeah, it can be tough, but um, I think this the playing group as a whole um, is just running off confidence at the moment, and and yeah, confidence in the NRL can do can do marvelous things. So um, yeah, and those three boys are probably what I said before, just the energizer bunnies around the around the training field and that type of thing, and and they're real dedicated dedicated to their craft. So 
um, yeah, they, they carry themselves like NRL veterans. They're always doing the extras and, and looking to improve. So, um, yeah, I think and that's, and that's what you want out of your younger guys. So, um, yeah, that's probably the key to their success. You feel like a senior player at just 25 when you got all those those blokes. Sats just mentioned mm. and then, and yeah, and the other guys we talked about at Origin <laughs> last night and uh, Reuben Cotter as well and Tommy Gilbert. You, are you a senior player at 25 <laughs> at the Cowboys? <laughs> yeah, well, funny you say that. Yeah, I, I didn't really think too much of it last year, but heading into this preseason, I sort of had a look around and, um, yeah, I, I, I guess I am a senior player now. Um, I think I've played about 120 or 130 NRL games and, um, and, and the squad that we've got, that's considerably high. So, um, yeah, I've, found, I've probably found a bit of more of a voice this year, just um, whether it be out on the training field or, or helping those younger guys um, if, they, if they're required. So, um, yeah, I, I, it's something that I really enjoy too. So, um, yeah, it's something I'm working on. Did it motivate you last night? I know you would have been supporting your teammates, but would you, were you sitting back? Was there part of you saying, listen, I'm playing really good this year. If I keep playing the way I'm playing, I'm, I'm going to be out there again soon sometime? Yeah, for sure. But, um, yeah, well, I'll, yeah, I was cheering the house down for the boys and, I'll, and I want Queensland to do well. But, um, yeah, as you said, like you watched that and, and just the just – the, yeah, you could just see how much those it meant to those boys. And um, sitting on the sideline, like, yeah, you get the itchy feet. But, um, yeah, I guess it's it's more so just playing good footy and, and just keeping in the back of the selectors' minds. But, um, yeah, it, it's a bit of a two-way sword, I guess you could say. Yeah. You've just got to tune into tomorrow night, haven't you, against the Dragons? Because there's, always, it's always a challenge. And like you said, it's pretty simple up front, but it's brutal. And if you don't win that battle, your team's on the back foot. So you've got some pretty good blokes you're coming up against again, haven't you? Blake, Blake Laurie and Frank Milo and Aaron Woods, one of the veterans. It's, a, it's another challenge for you, isn't it? 100%. And, then, and they're a type of team where, they, yeah, they do have the good players. They, I, I don't think they've probably had as many wins as they probably should have, but... Um, yeah, if, if we turn over easy ball and, and invite them into the game, the, um, yeah, the Dragons are a type of team that can make you pay. So um, that's been the main focus of our week, really, is just um, playing the type of footy that we know we can play, just putting teams in the corners and um, ramping up off the line. So um, Because we know, yeah, if we, if we give them easy ball, they can score plenty of points. So, yeah, it will be a tough game and, um, yeah, one that we're looking forward to. We see it, see it year after year, Colm, when a team has a, a really good start to the season. Then origin period comes around and you have a lot of people in origin and, and other teams take advantage of those sides that, de- that are depleted because of uh, origin play. Has, has Toddy Payton and, and the coaching staff, have they addressed that origin period and how important it is to not be taken advantage of because you have got so many origin players? Yeah, for sure. It was, a, it was probably a big emphasis in our preseason. We sort of um, spoke about the first 10 rounds uh, being really important for our season um, and getting as many bo- uh, wins on the board as possible during that time because then we always knew, as you said, this period would roll around and, and depending on how well we, we were going, we'd, we'd lose a few players. So um, it, can be, it can be pretty tough. But um, another, another probably key to our success this year has been um, just our squad in general. Like we... Um, the, the training sessions that we do during the week, we have a post session where we burst the, the remaining boys in the squad. And um, some of those sessions are brutal. Like those, the, the fringe boys um, in our squad have um, been really taking it to us. And that's probably transitioned it out onto the, in, into the NRL team's performance. So, um, 
Yeah, it, and we understand that it's going to take 36 guys to to do well. So um, yeah, those boys are doing a tremendous job, and and those and those are the type of the players that will get um, experience now through um, through the rep rep rounds. Yeah. Just before we let you go, Hamaso Tabuifido was was talking to Toddy Payton once about how quick actually is he. If you had to race him against Josh Adokar or Jason Saab, he says I don't think anyone's actually seen him at top pace. Have, has anyone really seen him and really stride out and find top pace yet, or is he still in third gear? Is he? Yeah, I'll back up the cage. I don't think I've ever seen him um, in top gear. I think he, he. I've only ever seen him run as he. Um, as fast as he has to. Um, like if we're doing conditioning games and stuff, he'll make a break and guys will chase, but he'll always just stay two minutes ahead of you because he knows he's, he's got you covered. And he, yeah, he just, I don't know, he just doesn't have to run as fast as he has to. Now, as a fellow front rower now, like your coach, has he had a front row dance off yet? Because he's always claimed to be the best dancer over 100 kilos, and that's been for the last just 20 coach, years. Yeah. yeah, Toddy Payton. So has he had a front row dance off yet? You won't be seeing me do any dancing, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> but we, we, I've, I've seen him have a, I've seen him bust a few moves out on the dance floor after he's had a few forexes. So, um, and it, and it's a sight to behold. So, um, so I hope, I hope as many people as possible can see it. You know, been a Bundaberg boy, boy like, like you. You're uh, up in Mount Isa, actually. They they do a bit of dancing out there. Don't a bit they? of line dancing. Oh, yeah, that's about it. Line, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the radio. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> right, mate. We won't uh, we won't embarrass you anymore. Hey, thanks for um, for joining us on Sports Day, Cohen. Great chatting to you. You're a really tough assignment tomorrow night against the Dragons. I rate them highly, and I'm sure you do too, mate. And uh, yeah, good luck, and uh, might see you back in the maroon jersey soon as well. Yeah, you're playing well. For sure. Thanks very much, fellas. Appreciate it. Yeah, nice stuff there. Sats well, well spoken. spoken. Yeah. yeah, he is. Good lad. Good lad. <laughs> Uh, for expert car service, book online at repcoservice.com. This is Sports Day for the all-electric Kia EV6. Wheels car of the year. Let's get to a break. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.